Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Welcome to yet another episode of Melting Pot. This time um, I'm in conversation with the lovely, lovely Preeta Mathur. As you know, uh, my, my conversations are with people who have a passion and, and then they make it a way of life and, and they completely believe in what they are doing. Uh, Preeta is one such person. Um, she is a theater personality. She's also, um, you know, she's acted in on, on TV and films, but she, she had a fabulous corporate job and she sort of, um, you know, gave it all up. In fact, she didn't initially give it all up. She led two parallel lives and um, there's some really... Preeta has had this absolutely incredible journey, which I will not um, go into, you know, further details, and I'd rather Preeta talk about it. So, hi, Preeta. Welcome uh, to my series, Melting Pot. I'm really, really happy um, that you were able to join in, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> hi, Pai. Lovely to be here. I've been listening to your earlier recordings of the ones you've posted and they sound really interesting and I think we're getting to know a lot about a lot a lot of people whom you would have never met yeah that's true <laughs> thank you so much yeah um yeah I mean that's the whole uh, point of melting pot it's to talk to people who you know there's so many people who have this absolutely amazing journey, but um, it's not out there. And, you know, they're just happy to sort of, um, you know, they just do what they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. With their passion. Yes. Yeah. And live by it. Uh, and so, you know, the whole idea is for their stories to be heard. Um, and, so that's where you step in, Preeta. Um, tell my listeners and me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, basically I'm living in Bombay now okay. and uh, I've had a, like a education uh, in uh, various different parts of the country. 
because uh, my dad was always in a job which was you know transferable at one point it got like really difficult and uh, so we had to go me and my sister we had to go into a hostel and uh, so almost 13 years of my life you know uh, uh, while uh, getting educated i was in the hostel and then afterwards university and then living all alone so i've lived quite a bit of my life really away from the family not right. a regular you know family coming home mom is there to take care of your food should how are you what is this you know you've got to have to fend for yourself Correct, correct. Yeah. In the in the process, you make fantastic friends. You learn to look out for yourself, and you actually really look into what is it that you really want. You as a person, because then yeah. because you're a little away from the family, you as an individual, you know, you're looking at yourself more as an individual. What is it that you really want out of life? Not what is uh, what mom says and what dad says, because mom and dad are really away. and yeah. you got to rely on yourself so uh, i think many of us who live in hostels get to you know have a more independent kind of life a more uh, adventurous i would say more adventurous kind of life yeah. because yeah. we at an early age have to look out for ourselves yeah, and correct. do do things that we really want to do not things yeah. which we are told that we should do Because yeah. in India you have this kind of a thing, na, that you the parents guide the children that what they should study, what they should aspire towards, and uh, what they should finally become, what kind of a profession that they should finally go into. So happened with me also that my dad was always wanting that I should become a doctor, and I was good in studies. So he said, no, you have to become a doctor because that he thought was you know one of the best things in life to do to become a doctor, the kind of respect you have the kind of job you do and also you know uh, then there is a doctor in the family to take care of the entire family's needs medical needs and medical needs he thought were the most you know uh, important needs that any family could have right <laughs> he is thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And my mother was always skeptical she said yeah you know you have to study a lot because she had uh, uh, two uh, sisters who were doctors and she'd seen them really studying hard right but uh, what had happened to me that when i was in i think uh, class 5 i stepped <laughs> onto the stage and that was also by accident because okay. uh, we were living in this colony you know uh, where my father was working in the cement factory and we had a nice colony and people knew each other so well and uh, everybody knew what was happening with another person and you know a, a very a, a whole lot of brotherhood and everything families children everybody together so uh, then there was this uh, play that had to be put up and you know india was going through uh, this family planning thing at that point of time you know population explosion the government thought it was very necessary that you know uh, hum do hamare do types you no know, two of us and two children only that was a kind of norm and was being really strongly propagated right so, everybody was being encouraged all kinds of you know uh, propaganda through government means and at that time there was no tv so on the radio and you know people were encouraged to do small little plays and also the 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 ladies club in the colony thought that you know now they should also put up something like that there was this function which was happening functions used to keep happening you know the ladies used to keep getting together doing something or the other you know uh, handicrafts this that you know generally how it is in a colony life you know the ladies right. also do some cooking they bake and they sell and stuff like that so there was this little function and uh, so there was uh, this lady who organized this little play on family planning and you know just showing that one lady who has one daughter 
I'm so glad that she picked up, you know, uh, that one child that she was supposed to have to be a daughter because, you know, in India everybody wants sons. So yeah. also she was trying to, you know, probably kill two birds with one stone that, you know, uh, emphasize on a girl child and mm. show that how happy she is. with one child so this one child was very nicely dressed and everything and this other family which had four children five children or something they were crying and they were not well fed and their clothes were dirty and the mother was hassled and this mother was really prim and proper and looking so happy and neat and clean and how these two families meet <laughs> that was what the play was about so i was this little daughter the one daughter alone Your right. daughter, right? Who who looks happy and she steps on the stage and she and she enters this other house and she looks at all these people and of course there was some conversation. I just don't remember all of that now, but yeah. I remember you know being on stage and looking out at the audience and feeling so good. And <laughs> here I was living another life, you know, yeah. different life. Yeah, so that is what probably appealed to me. that you know in this one uh, lifetime you can live out dreams or you can live out other lifetimes right other, right other characters yeah 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 so in fact somebody you know but my, of course my pet this happened with you know the, the consent of my parents but they didn't know what was you know what they were letting doing? themselves know. <laughs> what was brewing in your mind <laughs> yeah right. because this grew and grew and uh, so when i landed up and in, in regular school uh, you know uh, primary from primary to secondary school and any play that was happening you know i would volunteer and uh, uh, vouch for it and i would be taken in and then i would be and they found me you know very receptive and um, i'd go out of the way for rehearsal this that everything so it just started happening through school and college and uh, when i started studying in ajmer that is uh, in uh, rajasthan boarding school finally when i had to go to boarding school when right. my fathers you know his movement here and there just did not allow us to have a proper regular school in the vicinity in the neighborhood so i had to go to a boarding school and that is when it really flowered then i really realized you know because there there was all these curricular activities were really uh, given a lot of importance Mm-hmm. Right. So then uh, it was, you know, great time I had because then I realized, you know, what I could say my calling. But luckily, I was good in studies. So you know, it didn't the studies didn't suffer because then my parents would have thought of, you know, what is this, you know, boarding school? She's not studying and all that. Yeah. But um, they 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 wholeheartedly encouraged all this extracurricular activity. You know, it builds up the personality and all of that. Right. And they had no idea the direction this personality was headed towards. <laughs> okay. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payal, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. So then, um, moving forward, um, so you did your, um, I understand um, you have an MBA in in finance. Yes, yes. Okay. So, so that also... Uh, of course because my father said go for a medical and all that so i took biology and i had science in school but i soon realized not my cup of tea right and luckily for me my younger sister decided she would be a doctor 
she will be a doctor and i felt the whole she savage <laughs> yeah i know burden shifting from my shoulders yeah <laughs> yeah i can never stop being thankful to her for that <laughs> <laughs> and i blissfully went into arts and literature in college and uh, then of course but before i went to college you know there was this national school of drama which you know you could after school you could just uh, apply and get into the national school of drama and then you would be having uh, you know you would be studying drama basically right and that would you would be graduating in drama but right. uh, my father put his foot down he said nonsense what do you think of yourself as some heroine in some film you will get a film uh, you'll become a heroine you'll be taken as a heroine in some film I said no. I doubt that because I didn't think I was that uh, you know glamorous. You have to be all of that too, you know, in the existing scenario in India and the kind of films uh, that were being made at the time. Right. So <laughs> I said no. I don't think so. So I could not give him a satisfactory answer. That basically, what would I do after I did my graduation in drama? So the whole thing got scuttled, and I had to get into arts. He said, okay, fine, go into economics, do your MBA, get a job. Once you have got a job, then you do what you like with mm. your money. Mm. Mm. Okay, so so studied uh, for studied my economics, got into my MBA, did my MBA, and uh, and then I said now I have to get a job in Bombay because uh, that is the place to go to if you want to do films, theater, whatever you know, so right. the, the show business. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that also happened for me. I got this job in Bombay, so uh, I was able to. But once in Bombay, then it's not that easy because you've got a job, you've got a full-time job, and how do you manage your theatre or your other activity you're you're wanting to do be on TV or or because by that time TV had also started. Okay. And, but films, of course, was you know. See, the whole problem is that you know there are. I think in this country a whole lot of talented people hmm. who hmm. just had to kill their talent as actors or actresses or whatever because the kind of films that are being made and the way you get uh, jobs in films was very very difficult and hmm. you know, the total scene of compromise you know the 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 casting couch right that right. was very much there so you could not uh, you know if you wanted to do it the proper way based on your talent and your 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 uh, abilities you could not do it so you had to do whatever was possible so the first thing i did that i landed in bombay my, the first week that i worked in bombay in the office had already made contacts of what theater groups there are in the city okay okay hmm. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we had this guy in PR right. in my office this was a uh, cement manufacturer Oh. my actually my dad's boss had come to visit us while i was doing my mba okay. and he spoke to me and we had a nice he stayed with us he stayed at our place and we had a nice conversation with him and i mean he was asking me about what i wanted to do so then he suggested to my father that you know she's doing her mba she's doing it in finance i am also in uh, the head of finance in the in the uh, in the company because he was going to become an md soon the managing director Right. I said, why don't you send her to uh, ACC? Right. She knows how ACC works. She's, you know, seen it from the inside, and right. uh, right. uh, and uh, there is a place. We need people, good people, in the uh, 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 corporate office. So my dad said, oh, Bombay and all of that. But luckily, I had an aunt in Bombay who, 
you know, fortunately said, oh, she can stay with me in the beginning. So, you know, things worked out that way. Yeah. Otherwise, big, bad city, Bombay and all that. But uh, Bombay was, of course, beautiful for me. So I managed to get a job here itself in in the same company in, in which my father worked and uh, but that was about it. Right. <laughs> Because the corporate office was a totally different story from what the units where the factory was and yeah. where my father lived. It was yeah. a total different story. Yeah. And Bombay was a fantastic story. Hmm. Because it was a lovely city where you know uh, the kind of lives we lead the kind of lives women lead in you know smaller towns in india is you know very restrictive right. if you are able to go out and walk independently do things in at least at that time it was right you're all the time so conscious of people you know heckling you or uh, you know uh, all these uh, roadside romeos what do you call these guys always hassling you you're always being watched you you just don't feel free enough you know you right, uh, right. and uh, so so it's always a you just don't feel as if you know you have the freedom to go where you want do what you want you always have to be conscious you know what time you have to go you know you have to go at a time you have to go with somebody you know you have to have somebody around who who like you know kind of protect you or whatever but things are much better much much better now in this country <laughs> Mm-hmm. but at that time you were totally restricted right right you could not so travel you, independently felt that um you you know you were now in as, i mean they refer to bombay as the city of dreams so yeah. you know and you kind of felt that um this was your destination and then you started to um so you were earning you were living independently and at the same time in parallel you were able to pursue your theater but it must have been hard for you to because you like so many others who arrive in bombay and who are actually unknown um yeah. and who have absolutely no background but they have that dream passion you know of wanting to get into showbiz um yeah. must have been quite um like a journey for you to actually um get a theater group um you know to or uh, so it must have started with theater i guess before it moved yes. on to be yes. an right and and it was very difficult i mean mm. uh, there were people they had all their equations uh, and uh, uh, you could not get a chance to you know actually get a role or even in theater there was this group called ipta there were other english theater groups but to get into break into any theater group was very very difficult so Because, how so how did you manage to do that so in fact you know the first 3 years that i worked with this theater this theater group called ipta indian people's theater association yeah i just da- barely did some some tiny weeny roles uh, in those 3 years i must have done about 3 roles in some 3 uh, plays because all most of the time you were at the edge you were at the periphery you were doing backstage you were uh, you know trying to help uh, in costumes and this and that and even when you did get a role it was like one tiny four lines or two lines here and there but it was very very difficult and you know when you knew that you, okay this is what you are capable of right. and this is what you should get even then there was some kind of politics because you know there were people in the group who were already established artists right and established artists in their own right in films and tv 
so whatever they suggested or whomever they wanted those people would get the roles right and uh, and everybody knew somebody and everybody had some kind of a you know godfather or some kind of a, a, a relative or somebody 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 and here i was with no connection at all with anybody in the group so it was totally and i had come through you know this guy in my office who used to do pr who was in the uh, public relations department right. he knew a lot of other people in the banks and all who were also involved in theater because at that point of time and even now really lot of people in banks uh, used to do theater because banks had their own theater groups even they used to have even their theater competitions right. one bank like rbi had their uh, play which would be you know uh, in a in a in a competition with an sbi state bank of india play like that and another right. canara bank would produce a play so right. actually they used to keep people on their ro- roles who right. could not who would work but who would be given time to go rehearse like right. they had a sports category also correct correct sunil gavaskar yeah. used to work in some bank somebody somebody uh, the cricketers had uh, some jobs in banks and all so they were there to play for the bank actually correct. so these the, the artists used to perform for the bank right so there were people right. at that this was at that point of time so they right. were, i'm talking about the uh 1990s uh d- during that time right so then um i guess patience and you know just uh biding time is uh, over those yeah. three years is what eventually led you to doing yeah, other stuff if you remember i didn't have any formal training right that's so what you I said i was yeah. also you know i was taking this opportunity to learn I I'm telling you right now when I do workshops theater workshops I tell people that there's a huge way to learn through observation hmm. if you are, have got all your eyes ears everything open and you are receptive you can learn so much from observation do a lot of reading we used to do a lot of reading and observe and then we had this little uh, uh, four five of us who were all kind of newcomers and who had no formal training but we were associated with this theater group after the rehearsal whichever rehearsal was on we'd be there to watch the rehearsal right and we'd sit and discuss with each other okay how did this one perform and could that have been done better oh yeah. and that was so wonderful and all these discussions we debate and discuss after, and keep sitting till you know 10 30 11 o'clock after that we'd start to go back to our homes or wherever we lived Mm. and uh, from these discuss discussions debates and observations so much i learned i realized only later how much i had picked up from all of this because actual being able to perform and actually being on stage was really very little happening over right. those three three right. four years that uh, right. uh, the beginning right. so you were basically honing in your skills yes yes yeah mm-hmm. and of course trying to read a lot but till you know theater is a kind of thing till people give you a chance to make mistakes you will not learn you right. cannot learn you have to be given a chance to make mistakes right people are fortunate if they get those chances so and when so did you get a chance uh, yes. like that okay <laughs> the chances yeah. were few and far in between lucky and, um, 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 so of course i did make mistakes also but and you know rehearse like i would get a role suddenly i got a call that you know this person is not available for this show which is happening uh, a week later so can you step in i said yeah i have watched the play but i need to also rehearse 
and there would be nobody turning up for rehearsals because they have done the play they have right. done it many times now yeah. there's one replacement of somebody happening in the in the play they're not interested in giving that much of their time Hmm. so but you know like that's why always you know uh, rakesh bedi who's a popular uh, theater film actor in bombay today i am um, i'm really thankful to him for that one role which i was supposed to do which was quite a bigger role and quite an important role and uh, we were going to be performing at prithvi and for the first time i'd be doing such a big role in prithvi he made time for me actually i had one very small scene with him I had scenes with other people who never turned up for the rehearsal, mm. but he did. Mm. He helped me, you know, uh, to uh, rehearse, you know, doing proxy for the other actors, other characters, and he helped me so much. I can never forget that. You know? yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and Prithvi is is uh, for those who are not aware of it, it's an experimental theater, um, which is set up by uh, Jennifer. Uh, poor uh, who you know i mean she was she she was a part of the shakespeare company right back yeah. in the yeah and um and so she set it up and you know it's it's one of the very very prestigious um theater uh spaces that there is in bombay so yeah, yeah so iconic space now iconic space the yeah. greatest of actors like you can you, you just name the uh, the the most popular film actor in bombay today he would also you know give anything to be able to actually perform on at on the prithvi stage wow so that's that, uh, popular yeah. and wow. uh, that iconic yeah so, uh, that's amazing stay tuned for part 2 Until then this is file signing off Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.